This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 7th of September. Justin, September is normally school holiday mm-hmm. time, but this year the tourism industry is expecting to wipe $6.9 billion in revenue Ooh. thanks to closed borders. That'll take the industry's losses from school holidays alone to a whopping $21 billion since December. Ouch. No! Brett, Twitter's rolling out its long-awaited Super Follows premium subscription. Okay. It's going to let users subscribe to accounts they like for a monthly fee in exchange for exclusive content. Sounds a little only fancy to me. <laughs> Very cheeky, Justin. Three really naughty stories today. Let's do it. For our first. <laughs> Qantas's frequent flyer business is back at it again with its pre-COVID <laughs> growth after a bunch of new partnerships. Been a long, long time since Qantas has had some good news, Brett. So what is the story? Okay, so Qantas's loyalty division, aka the home of the famous frequent flyer points, mm-hmm. that division was one of its most lucrative business units before COVID hit. It was kind of its little profit puppy. Now, we all know the program, earn points, swap it for flights, mm-hmm. flight upgrades, or random products in Qantas' <laughs> online store. Qantas Frequent Flyer has 13.6 million members. That's around 50% of Australia's population. Which is why Qantas' loyalty has been the airline's goldmine. But thanks to COVID, the loyalty division's earnings fell around 30%. Now, Qantas has announced it's got a ton of new business partners, which should put the business back on track to deliver big earnings by 2024. So what's the key learning here? Distribution channels are the intermediaries between you, the customer, and a product or service. For example, Facebook, you could say, is a distribution channel because it sits between a business Mm -hmm. and you, a consumer. And a retailer could be a distribution channel as well because it sits between a manufacturer and you, the final buyer. Now, previously, Qantas used their airline business as its distribution channel to acquire new users to Qantas loyalty. But now, with 60% of Australians over 16 already a frequent flyer member, Qantas just couldn't grow by just adding more members on its own. So, Jazzy Boy, it's focusing on expanding its own distribution channels. Find new partners, aka businesses, to sell points to. For our second story, New York University, aka NYU, mm-hmm. has accused Aussie medtech company ResMed of ripping it off with its sleep apnea product. Oh, this must be a case for the FBI, B-Man. What is the story oh, here? Okay, ResMed, short for Respiratory Medicine, mm-hmm. is an Australian-born sleep technology company. It's famous for developing the CPAP device. God bless that machine. It kept my house quiet during my entire childhood. <laughs> and what actually was it? Well, it was the first successful non-invasive treatment of sleep apnea. AKA, it stopped people from snoring. You know, it's the machine that looks like the mask Bane wears in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> and the company's now worth a whopping $57 billion. And a lot of it is thanks to their Sebeki AirSense 10 product. Which makes up nearly 40% of their total revenue. But now, ResMed is in a bit of hot water because they've just been slapped with a lawsuit from NYU. They reckon that ResMed's AirSense 10 ripped off the science from seven of their patents. Ooh. And now, the university is seeking unpaid royalties, interest, and costs from ResMed. So what's the key learning here? A patent gives an inventor the right to stop other people from making or using their invention. But Brett, you can't just slap a patent on anything. Nah, it needs to be new, Mm -hmm. it needs to be useful, and it needs to be darn innovative. (laughs) And why do people like and use patents? Well, because patents give protection and give companies a competitive advantage. Yep, patents are big business. If I run the numbers, Justin, Amazon has 2.2 thousand patents in the US. IBM has 9.1 thousand patents in the US. 
it. And this means they've developed something that can't be used by other companies. For our third and final story, Allbirds, the Kiwi sustainable shoes slash clothing company, has filed for an IP to the O. This is big, Brett. Love my Allbirds. Actually wearing them right now. So Very what nice. is the story? All right, Allbirds is a New Zealand slash American company which launched in 2016. And it's now worth a massive 1.4 billion US dollars. But it's really famous for its wool runner, which is made from New Zealand merino wool. But Brett, on top of being really comfortable, Allbirds prides itself on being as eco-friendly as possible. You see, its supply chain has been carbon neutral since 2019 before it was cool. <laughs> and its sneakers have 30% less carbon footprint than the average pair. And it's sort of become all the rage in Hollywood and Silicon Valley. We've got Ashton Kutcher wearing them. The tech bros also love <laughs> yeah. them. Google co-founder Larry Page wears them. Remember Hilary Duff? Well, she snagged herself a pair as well. And now Allbirds has just filed for their IPO. And they're describing it as the first sustainable public offering. But here's where it gets really juicy because they're also currently facing a class action lawsuit oh, no. for making misleading sustainability claims. Which begs the question, my friend, are they really sustainable? Or is a circular supply chain, which they don't have, the only real way to be sustainable? Which makes you think, Justin, what's the key <laughs> learning here? The circular supply chain is a model that encourages manufacturers like Allbirds to take their old materials and convert them back into raw materials. And then what they do is remake them into products for resale. It's good for the environment because there ends up being less waste. And it's good for companies too because it costs less to recycle materials than it does to buy new materials. And if Allbirds adopts a circular supply chain, it could hit the nail on the sustainability head. Ooh. Flux family, wonderful news. The Flux Daily Quiz is officially back. And after day one, we've got a leaderboard that's looking very, very interesting. All the ears at the top, we've got Will and then Sabine who just missed out last week. Flux fam, if you want to win yourself a $100 Uber Eats voucher, head to quiz.flux.finance. Test your knowledge, test your skills and test your fast fingers. The link is also in the show notes, may I add. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.